Before school started, I was looking for a stylist to do my girl's hair. And my preference is to have references because the person who is doing the referring, they have personal experience with the stylist, they know about their professional conduct, their personality, and how they care for the hair, how they style the hair. And because they know me, they'll know if I will like the stylist and if I'll like the stylist for my children, if it'll be a good fit for all of us and a win-win situation all around. But I couldn't find any recommendations. And so I was looking online for a stylist and I'm reading through the reviews, I'm looking at pictures and you know, anybody can post a review online and some people, because they've had a personal conflict with the stylist, they are very negative and biased with their, with their review. And others, they are given details about every step of the process, which was good. But it just became overwhelming because there's so many stylists and it was so many reviews. And so I finally found a stylist who had five stars all the way down. They had about over a hundred reviews, I'll say. And so I decided to reach out to the stylist to see if they had any available appointments for the date I needed, if they could fit my children in, and if they could do the particular style and the services that I needed and to let me know what the cost would be. So the stylist responded back to me right away. They didn't answer any of the questions I asked. The only thing they wanted to know first was what were the ages of my children? So I responded with the ages and they replied back immediately again and said, I do not do children, but I could do your oldest hair. Please send me a picture. So I decided not to go with that particular stylist because I wanted a stylist that could do both of my children's hair and I also realized they had a bad experience with a child and that was a red flag for me. So later on that day as I am reflecting on my day I'm just thinking about how trauma affects us all differently and I'm thinking about this correspondence that I'm having with this particular stylist and how their presented with a potential new customer and their only concern is what are the ages of your children they didn't ask will the well who's getting serviced um, are they used to getting their hair done or anything like that they don't, they just simply want to know what the ages were and it just let me know that they had a bad experience with a child before and that experience was so traumatic for them that it altered how they take in clients and how they respond to new client inquiries. And it caused me to really take a look at my ministry of healing and how trauma affects all of us differently. And for some, we suppress the trauma and we find a way to move on, which is basically what this particular stylist did. They didn't stop doing hair, but they stopped servicing children because of this bad experience they had. And for others, they set up walls 
to protect them from ever being hurt again on that level. And this is another thing that that particular stylist did. Instead of asking questions or establishing policies that would protect them and also allow them to thrive in their career and what they love to do or what they're gifted at, they automatically cut off any potential situation that could end up causing them trauma like they experienced in the past. And I just started thinking about my own personal healing journey and how my role as a life coach and a mentor is so profound in helping my mentees to heal so that they are able to break down the walls and to move past the fears and the hurts because they have confronted whatever the trauma was and they have uprooted the emotional blockages attached to it that would have only grown roots if they had not made the conscious decision to heal. And I started thinking about how important healing is to our overall being, spirit, mind, emotions, heart, soul, and even our physical body. And ultimately our life journey and how we see ourselves within the world around us. So for the first episode of season two, I thought it would be great to have one of my former mentees to join me during the episode to share her personal experience with mentorship sessions with me and to share about her healing journey and how far she has come from the time that she made the decision to heal up into where she is now within her healing journey. So I had a great time interviewing her and she even had a few questions for me at the end of the interview. And I just pray that this episode is enlightening to you about the healing journey. Although it is different for each individual because we are all unique, but we can all take some type of life applicable tools from each and everyone's healing journey that will help us. And that is my genuine prayer and goal for doing this episode. Welcome to my solace place. You are in session with Simply Danielle. I am a woman who was once broken, living through the tunnel vision of the pain of my past, and surviving daily through non-productive cycles and unhealthy patterns until one day I made the conscious decision to heal and to answer the call of purpose on my life, to be a beacon of light and a living demonstration of faith, love, and joy in the world. And I do that through my role as a life coach, a writer, a mentor, a truth-sayer, and a lover of God. I serve to help you heal to inspire, encourage, and uplift you daily along your life's journey through my social media posts, my mentorship programs, my one-on-one life coaching sessions, my blog posts, and now my podcast. So it is my sincere prayer that something I say during this episode ministers to the heart of your spirit 
and touches your soul in a way that urges you to make a conscious decision to heal from the pain of your past, putting you on the pathway to aligning with your true self and remembering your divine purpose for existence so that you're able to embrace the fullness of who God created you to be in the earth, empowering you to go from simply living day to day and surviving to thriving in the fullness of unconditional love, unspeakable peace, true joy, and abundance in every aspect of your life. I welcome you to my silence place. Welcome to season two of my podcast. I have a special guest joining me during this episode. Her name is LaShonda. She is a mentee of mine who has taken a few sets of sessions. And because the topic of this episode is my healing journey, I thought that she would be a great guest to bring on to share her experience with her healing journey through mentorship with me. So welcome to this episode and to my podcast, LaShonda. Hey. (laughs) Hey, girl, hey. (laughs) So the way I came in contact with you is you were referred to me by one of your friends who has also been a mentee of mine. And... You went to my website and requested to make a reservation for mentoring sessions, and I called you. We did the consultation call. So what made you submit the reservation request to start mentoring sessions? Okay, so um, one of my girlfriends, she told me she had a um, mentor, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, okay, you have a mentor. And um, (laughs) she told me to go look at the page and I went and I looked at the page and I said okay um but I just wasn't ready to do it yet and um time went on and I recognized this change in my girlfriend and um I have recognized little things over the time but this one day it was just bam like right in my face you know Mm -hmm. her tone was different um, she was taking actions in life. She was kind of like a more of a reserved, laid-back person. She was like mm-hmm. speaking up for herself. She was making moves, and she was just full of life. And I'm like, wait a minute, who is this new person? And she was like, oh, <laughs> this is the new me. And um, mm-hmm. when you grow up um, and become your true self, you will be like this. And you'll stop caring about what other people think. And um, you'll just do you. So um, I was excited about that. You know, I was at the point where I was tired my way. And I wanted to get things. Um, I wanted to get results. Mm-hmm. Um, I attended church. I knew who God was. At least I thought I knew who God was. I knew how to pray. But I didn't just talk to God. I was so caught up in religion and traditional things. I know that um, sometimes we as people of color, we need some type of healing. And uh, they always say the church is a hospital. And uh, we go there on Sunday, Tuesday, Tuesdays, whenever it's the service going on. 
we pray song and at that moment okay, and we leave out we are still hurting we are not um, healing so um that's what that's one of the things um that made me make the call okay so i remember during your consultation i was sharing with you some things about myself and my role in your healing journey and your role in your healing process and i know one of the questions that you asked me was how long had i been doing one-on-one mentoring and i shared with you at that time i had been doing it about three years and i shared with you I don't incorporate religion into the sessions, but I encourage you to develop a relationship with the uncreated God. And I know that you shared with me that you went to church and you were active in your church. So for me, I also grew up in church and I heard all pretty much all of my life, pray about it. If you have a problem, pray about it. And so we can absolutely pray about anything that is all over the Bible. Pray about it. You can pray about anything. You can go to God about anything. What a lot of people miss is, yes, you can absolutely pray, but you can't just pray. You have to have faith. And part of faith is doing the work. And sometimes that work is getting outside help from a life coach, a mentor, that will be able to guide and support you along your healing journey. So I want to ask you, um, because you didn't start your sessions right away. After we had the consultation call, I remember you telling me that you would contact me on Monday to let me know what you decided to do, if you wanted to start now or you wanted to wait. So you did contact me the following Monday, and you told me that you weren't ready to start, that you would contact me at a later date, which you did. So what were some of your apprehensions in starting like right after you spoke with me? Well, <laughs> it was a few things. The first thing it was um I had been I had been to therapy and counseling before at um different times in my life and it helped. Just but when the sessions was over, it was just over. Mm-hmm. It was like it was almost like I had to keep going to sessions, keep going to sessions, keep going to sessions. I didn't have um, any tools or resources to fall back on once those sessions was over. Mm-hmm. And then, um, secondly, I was unsure if I was if I wanted to share my truth with a stranger. I mm-hmm. had family, I had friends that I could talk to. I never really shared my entire truth. I always gave my perception of what happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, girlfriends and family, you know, they don't ride with you. Right. Um, when you're telling your story, you know, mm-hmm. like, girl, they fired me. Oh, that man, that place, they know they shouldn't have fired you. But right. I didn't tell them that I was late every single day or right. something. You know, I, I kind of like left that out. So mm-hmm. I was kind of unsure if I really wanted to deal with me by telling the entire um, story. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I did. I had to do some research because I really mm-hmm. didn't know what a mentor was or what they 
really do. Um, I had read books on it and, you know, saw things on TV or different things. But, you know, I thought that, you know, if you was trying to run a business, they would help you with your business. You know, if you needed help in area uh, to do better in life, I didn't really think that it was so much about um, healing, getting to know yourself. And then I didn't want to lay on the couch and just be telling all my business to right. somebody. <laughs> somebody again. I had to figure out what did I want from a, a mentor. What was my expectations? And um, I wanted to set goals. And before we even started, that was one thing that we talked about. Um, what did I want from the mentor session? Right. Um, what was my goals? You had me set goals and then I wanted um, someone that I could be honest with mm-hmm. and someone that could be honest with me mm-hmm. and somebody that um, I could trust. Right. Somebody that I could really tell the entire story and find out what was or what what was really the problem. And I remember speaking with you you didn't ask me to trust you. You asked me to trust the process. Right. Yes. I'm glad you shared that because I'll say about 90% of the people who come to me for mentorship sessions have been through therapy sessions with a therapist some just a couple of months, some a couple of years. And they have pretty much said the same thing that Therapy actually absolutely worked for them while they were in therapy. But after their sessions were over, they felt a void. And they felt like they were just pretty much right where they started because they didn't have any tools to move forward with. So that is one thing that I am very intentional about within my mentorship sessions is giving the mentee life applicable tools that they're able to use the day they start and throughout the remainder of their life journey. So how did you know it was time for you to heal? (laughs) I just knew it was time. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you know, you know how they say that. Right. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. uh, (laughs) I was tired of five. Right. And I wanted to live again. And that's what I heard in my girlfriend voice. Mm-hmm. I heard life. I heard like, <laughs> I just heard so much energy and positive things coming for her from her. And that's what I want. I right. wanted to be able to live and not be in that survival mode. And I remember that um, in our first session, that was one of the questions. When did you um, go into survival mode? Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes we go into survival mode and we just had a daily routine and we don't even know how we got there. And right. I wanted to know what happened to get me there mm-hmm. and how can I get away from there, you know, move forward and not go back into survival mode because I deserve to live you know right um from my perception i looked at everybody else they was living god why you know 
I don't have the same life. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Why I'm just walking around like as if the walking dead, everything was looking good on the outside, but on the inside, I was really dying. And um, I felt pain in all areas of my life. Even when good things happened, I couldn't celebrate or enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was undeserving. I felt like like I knew that God loved me, but did he really truly love me? Because he loved everybody. Right. You know, but did he really truly love me? Did he want the best for me? Um, was I being punished for my past? Because Sometimes I felt like that, like I was being punished for past decisions that I made um, in my life. And other people was looking at my life. They was like, okay, you good. You gotta... I'm like, I'm not celebrating. So mm-hmm. I couldn't feel the enjoyment. So that's how I knew that it was time to heal. And I was tired of being the victim and I wanted to live. Right. So you've made the decision to heal. What did you think healing was all about? <laughs> Let me see. Um, if you would have asked me that at the beginning of my sessions, I would have been like magic. Right. <laughs> like just making it, just making everything go away. Right. <laughs> I know I felt um, that way <laughs> at first. Numbing, just numb the pain. Right. You know? But um, what I have learned through my sessions that um, with healing, you have to get to the root of the problem. You know, right. how did you get there? How I was talking about just going into being in survival mode. How did you um, get there? I didn't never want to be in that place, like I said before, just in survival mode. And I wanted to be free. Mm-hmm. Free, you know, um, I guess that's another word for making the pain go away. Mm-hmm. But um, we don't want to be numb. The pain, you know what I'm saying? We want to be able to recognize it and be free from it, you know. Because there is survival mode, being numb is kind of like the same place. Another thing about healing was about forgiving myself and getting the um, things that I desired and the things that I deserve from God, the things that God has set up um, for me to have in my life you know to actually have that balance you know um because we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad days but I wanted to be able to have that balance on Friday days so that's what I thought that um healing was Mm. all about so healing is our innate ability to align with 100% wholeness so within your mentorship sessions I don't just focus on what your goal is for seeking mentorship or what your goal is for seeking healing. I focus also on the whole you, spirit, mind, soul, which includes your emotions and your heart that are all contained within your body. And so each week we have a focus for the session. You have focus points and you also have work to do. The work is designed to help you absorb whatever it is we focus on during that session because the sessions are about an hour to an hour and a half, a maximum of two hours. So afterward is when you need to do your work. 
during that week. And I always encourage my mentees to spend at least 15 minutes to 30 minutes each day on doing their work. So how much time did you devote to doing your work for the week each day? Ooh, okay. It was a lot of work. I know <laughs> <laughs> that I told you this all the time. Like, this is yeah. a lot of work. About 30 minutes to an hour each day. Mm-hmm. I had things that I needed to do in the morning. Uh, my affirmations. I had goals that I needed to set. And still to this day, I still do affirmations mm-hmm. and goals. I had to do... um deep thinking, write down my thoughts and stuff. At the beginning, I tried to, like, uh, do everything all at one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was at the beginning, and I thought that, um, oh, I could do all these pages, and one day I could do the work. Mm-hmm. And um, I became overwhelmed. Right. And I didn't want to just check the box and just finish the work. I wanted mm-hmm. to be... I wanted to actually do the work and get what I was supposed to get out of doing the work. Right. So I had to, yeah, be intentional. I had to set aside time um, each day to um, complete the to complete the work and to get what I needed out of it. So there were times when you would tell me that you didn't like the work I gave you to do, but you did it. And you showed up for every session on time and you stayed till the end of the session. So what helped you to persevere through those tough moments? I wanted to heal. I didn't know what healing really was. I didn't think that it was going to be so much work. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you put a Band-Aid on it. Even though I talked about like... um, therapy and counseling you know I didn't want something like that that you know there was a quick fix at that time right but I also um didn't want to do the work sometime but I knew that I had committed to the work from the beginning because before we even started our sessions you held me accountable by asking me why I wanted to uh, do the sessions, and I actually had to write a letter to myself. And um, it's kind of like when you start a diet or a fitness program or not eating meat or anything, something like that, you know, you highly motivated. And mm-hmm. you write down all this good stuff, and then when it's time to do it, you're like, nope, I'll start Monday, I'll start on the 1st. But I had the tool of the letter to go back to and read it to reassure me that I was doing the right thing. And that pushed me to go through the work. And mm-hmm. I had moments and times where during my sessions, you know, life still happened. You right. know, um, I wasn't on week two and um, I just looked at life differently. And if any obstacles came up, you know, I was able to deal with them. I actually had an incident during my sessions and... I really didn't want to do the work. And I remember texting you, um, telling you that I, you know, had this incident and everything. And you was like, well, if you don't want to do the next session, we can move it to the end. But I think it would be best for you to continue um, with your session, your healing, and your growth. 
and I was able to, you know, just move forward and just do it, you know, stay committed to myself and the things that I wanted. Right, because the incident got to you so bad that you just kind of wanted to stop everything that you were doing. And I remember you saying that and when you contacted me and I was just encouraging you to do what you feel is best for you, but I'm encouraging you to continue on with your sessions. Don't skip any session. Just keep moving forward with your healing. So you made the decision to do that. And look at you now. (laughs) (laughs) I think because even I had this perception of healing that because of what we may see on social media, when someone makes the decision to heal, whether it's from a traumatic breakup, a hard relationship, a divorce, a traumatic incident, a death, some type of loss in their life, and they, they said that they're healing, and then it just seems like, boom, the next week, they in this brand new relationship, and a week after that, they're engaged to their dream man, and their business is booming, and they have six figures in their bank account, and life is just great. They're on cloud nine. And so when we see that, we have this perception of that's what healing is. And it absolutely can get you to that point because when you make the decision to heal, you are releasing whatever is not serving you. And your, your awareness is being increased as to the non-productive cycles and the unhealthy patterns that you have been living through so that you're able to align with 100% wholeness and what ultimately is serving your highest good in life. You're not settling. You're not in the cycle of simply surviving. So when we make that decision, we're also changing our attraction and that's when we begin to attract what we truly desire on a heart level. But it takes work to get to that point. Healing requires a lot of energy. So that's why I always encourage my mentees to break their work up during the week. Don't try to sit there one night, especially the night before your next session, and try to do all your work because you will feel overwhelmed and you will feel drained and exhausted because you are releasing And in some cases, you are remembering the emotion, living through it, of the traumatic experience that you lived through. So it's so important to pace yourself with your work and to do the work because each session is designed to where one session builds upon the next and your work is designed to give you those life tools that you can use now and through the remainder of your life's journey. So I know you still uh, consider me to be your mentor, even though you're not actively taking any sessions right now. And you spoke about when deciding whether or not you wanted to start mentorship sessions, you didn't know if you wanted to open up to a complete stranger pretty much. So what do you say? What can you say that you appreciate about me as a mentor? And particularly, what did you appreciate about me during your session? 
<laughs> your honesty and being transparent. You know, mm-hmm. just talking to you as a mentor, it just seemed like you had never had any trauma or everything was just good in your life. You know, if something happened, you know, you would be unbothered. And that's where I'm at now in my mm-hmm. life. Like, I'm unbothered about mm-hmm. certain things. Like, okay, it happened and mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, um, move forward versus before, you know, I would just be totally bothered. You know what I'm saying? Just irritated. Ugh, I hate my life, you know, about mm-hmm. it. But with your um, honesty, um, you talked about your experience in healing. I remember mm-hmm. you shared with me that you cry every day for an entire year. And I'm like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, like your girl here, like I done shed some tears, you know, you know, forty some years, you know, I might have a tear right. here, a tear there, but every day for a right. whole year, but to hear the energy that you had and the positivity that you spoke just about life, you know, mm-hmm. and then when you shared that, I was like, okay, she him. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, that's kind of hard to share with somebody. Like, I cry every day for a year. You know what I'm saying? Right. Especially when you're about to uh, mentor them. Like, wait a minute. Right. You know, what's going on? You know, and I um, appreciate that about you, that you open up about some things. Because when I read the blog, I was Thank like, you. okay, these are some great stories. And life do happen. And everything sounded good. But... Once I spoke with you, you know, I felt like I knew the real you with you sharing, yes. you know, those things um, with me. Right. So I will say uh, one thing I do share with all of my mentees during the consultation is that I mentor from a place of unconditional love. And I never try to force anyone to do anything because God doesn't do that. He has given us all a free will and God loves us all unconditionally. And so I mentor from a place of unconditional love and I share the light of the truth with you. I don't try to sugarcoat it or make it look pretty. I just give you the truth and I give it to you in the spirit of unconditional love. And I learned that sharing my experiences, being transparent with others helps them to understand they are not alone in the world and they're not the only one going through a particular situation or circumstance. We may not all go through the same situations and circumstances, but we all go through things because that's part of how we learn about who we are and how we are prepared for what we have asked for and where we are going, our life's purpose. So what was the most challenging part of your mentorship journey? Everything. (laughs) She said everything. (laughs) A few things, but uh, it was a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Being honest with myself. Not being the victim anymore. You know, um, I had this thing, and um, I learned this during uh, my sessions. I didn't know mm-hmm. why I would do this. 
So um, it's nothing wrong with telling your life story or giving a testimony. It's all about how you tell it. And because right. I, I still share my story today, just as I make um, telling of my experience now, um, I'm not sharing it as a victim, you know, right. and I always would share my story as a victim. Even when mm-hmm. I met people, um, you know, my life was kind of like a kind of open book um, mm-hmm. with some things. And I would share things with people about um, abandonment, rejection and different things to get them to treat me a certain way based mm-hmm. on my past experience and not based on who I was or who I, mm-hmm. who I really am. And um, now I don't do that anymore. This is me. What you see is what you get. And how you treat me um, Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with who I am. But it's what I accept from you. You know, because I've always felt like if I was the victim and I told you that I was the victim, then you wouldn't do me wrong. And if you did me wrong, I felt like you owed me something because... I told you everything that I've been through and then yet you go and treat me like this. You shouldn't right. have done that. But people are going to do what people do, you know, and I don't know if that sounds, I don't know if that sounds right, but you know, people do what they do or they right. who they are. Right. And, um, that was challenging for me to not be the victim because I uh, taught myself to become the victim for so long mm-hmm. you know I had to change my way of thinking um, about myself and other people and I had to be patient and kind to myself I had to uh, that was very challenging to me to give myself the same love that I would give to other people right. and to be patient with myself and allow myself to heal I remember talking to my girlfriend about um our sessions and um <laughs> and um she say you know you've been through trauma and you've been hurt and some it's a healing process and I'm like man it just don't seem like it's it's working this probably was my first set of sessions I think mm-hmm. I took three um set of sessions 12 weeks each but um she said you've been um thinking this way doing things this way and um hurting and you're learning yourself again be patient it's going to take time you know you've been going through this 40 something years it's not going right. to be um uh instant fix right um, overnight so be patient with yourself so i had to learn to be patient with myself even during the sessions you would tell me lashonda you're getting it you know what I'm right saying? and it was um it was a challenge that um it was a challenge at times when i would do the work and I will write out this whole page, this entire page to some questions that you asked me and you would be like, no, that's not it. You, you didn't get it. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm like I wrote all this out. Mm. And, um, you would say, um, you got to dig deep. That's not mm. what that means. That's not right. what that really is. And um, I'm going to need you to do it again. But one thing that I did like is that you would say, if I didn't understand anything, Mm-hmm. You would explain it the best that you knew how. And then you would say, um, do you need me to give you an example? And mm-hmm. then you would give me an example. You wouldn't move forward into, until I totally got what I needed. And right. that was a challenge that 
for me, for somebody to take up that much time with me instead of just checking the back box, like, come on, let's move forward. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, like, okay, um, that's good enough. You, you never was like, well, you did the work. Let's go to the next page. You wanted to make sure that the work was completed and that I got it and I was able to move forward. And, um, <laughs> that made a challenge because that seemed like, um, if we didn't get it, um, then it will be extra work um, mm-hmm. for us to um, have to um, complete, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I was kind of then, you know, once I started getting extra work, I was like, I got to make sure I get this right on the first, <laughs> on the first try because um, I don't want to have to do the um, extra work. And then I just want to share something um Real quick before we go to the next question, okay. um, just about just about healing. Um, you know, everybody needs different things when they heal. You know, um, I'm a runner, and sometimes I deal with plantar fasciitis, and mm-hmm. um, sometimes I have to take a break for running, and I have to do different things. And um, I remember talking to my girlfriend, and she was doing her healing sessions and and different things. And one thing that I like how um, with our workbook, you know, I was thinking we was kind of like on the same program mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff. And, um, I, um, I would, I, I think we kind of both was kind of fill each other out, like where we was at in sessions, what we was learning, what we really, um, doing. Maybe we was kind of thinking the same thing, like, is she doing what I'm doing? And mm-hmm. so we would kind of like share a little thing and we both would kind of be like, huh, what you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, they had the same healing issues. Like, I had some issues with my mom. She may have some issues with her mom. So, we was thinking we was on the same healing journey. But, um, it wasn't. We wasn't doing the same type of work. So, mm-hmm. um, that was challenging to me, trying to figure out, like, what was going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, um, that, that brought up, uh, um, Challenge too because you know I wanted to know like what's the next step you know right going on but um it worked out so I'm glad you shared about your challenges particularly about honesty because when you first started doing your work I could tell that you were just sharing the pretty parts of your story you weren't digging too deep and so that's why I pushed you to dig deeper because I realized if I can just if I just continue to let you share the pretty parts and you weren't digging deep to increase your awareness and really understand why why did you respond this way why did you react this way why did that hurt your feelings if I just continued to let you be the victim you were you would never reach your goals for seeking mentorship you would never reach your goals for healing so I pushed you to dig a little deeper and sometimes that meant giving you an additional work so one thing I want to share about LaShonda at at first she felt like if I gave her additional work that was a punishment (laughs) honey she did something wrong and I had to explain to her, no, this is not a punishment. Every, all of your work is designed to help you heal. 
to help you accomplish your goals for seeking mentorship and to help you reach your goals that you set. Because before I go into any mentorship session, I pray, I ask God, okay, what does this mentee need during this session? And if God gives me additional work to give to you all, that's what I give you. So I'm not just coming up with this work on my own or trying to punish you in any way. So when I explained that to LaShonda, <laughs> she, she understood. And she, when I tell you, she always did her work. And she, she saw for herself how it was helping her. And she took the tools that she needed from it. And she, like she shared with you, she still uses them to this day. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so transparent with my mentees during the sessions because when I was going through one of the lowest points in my life, I didn't share anything with anybody because one thing my experiences have taught me is people don't necessarily care about you, but they want to know your business. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't want people in my business. And when I started my healing ministry and I started doing one-on-one mentoring and God would urge me to share a particular experience with my mentee I would just share it because I knew it would help them in some way it would help them to heal or it would help them to know and accept that they are not alone that God absolutely loves them that God is absolutely with them and so that's why I'm so transparent. That's why I'm honest with all of my mentees during their session. So what changes have you seen within yourself since completing your session? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say that um, I feel great. Most mm-hmm. of the time, I feel great. Um, when people ask me how I feel... I always say I'm great because I am great no matter what's going on in life I'm great and they just be like wow and I'm like yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I'm great and I always show up for Mm -hmm. myself every day I show up for LaShonda Mm -hmm. um before my sessions I didn't show up for myself and when it was time for things to get ugly or when things went too far then Homegirl Shonda would show up, and that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother uh, mm-hmm. session. Homegirl Shonda, mm-hmm. or whatever you know. But um, you know, I have this new thing. Is that um, I owe I right. owe it to myself. The world doesn't owe me anything, nothing at all. I mm-hmm. owe me, and that's why I show up for myself every single day, one hundred percent. Um, that's good. I used to um, try to hold on to relationships mm-hmm. um, with family, friends, romantic. They usually would end badly because I would try to force them. Mm-hmm. And, um, the season was up. I still wanted to make it work. Mm-hmm. But now, <clears throat> now I'm at the point that when it's over, it's over. You know, I'm not trying to force anything to happen. And I'm okay. I'm okay with that. And that works so much better in my life because, for one, homegirls kind of don't have to show up because nothing bad 
has to happen. And then I don't feel some type of way. I don't feel like I did something wrong. I don't feel right. like they did something wrong. I don't feel mistreated. I just feel like life happened. And right. I learned that life happens for you, not to you. Right. Absolutely. That is that is good. So as a life coach and a mentor, I am very intentional about empowering my mentees through the use of life applicable tools. So I incorporate the use of affirmations because it's through the renewal of our minds that our lives are transformed, that we begin to see the changes that we desire, that we begin to see our attractions changing because we have to think whatever it is that we desire and that's when we see our life following suit and our attractions changing and I also understand that the mentee is only going to be with me for the set number of sessions that they have reserved and so after that they still need to be able to continue with their healing and to thrive in life and to continue to align with their true self and to take intentional steps to remembering their divine purpose so that they're able to thrive in it. What are some of your greatest takeaways from your mentoring session? Number one, <laughs> God loves me. Yes. Period. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that he truly loves me and I love him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm yes. a calm girl. Yes. <laughs> he don't <laughs> he don't love me because of what I do or what I don't do. Mm-hmm. He loves me because of who I am and who he created me to be. That's right. And That's right. Another greatest takeaway is that I come first. I'm the most important person in this world. Yes. And I cannot serve God if I don't love mm-hmm. I cannot take care of his business. So that's where I'm at in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, another takeaway is that people only love the way that they know how to love. Right. You know, when yeah. I was forced in relationships, I wanted you to love me how I wanted to be loved. I wanted you to do what I wanted you to do, how I thought that love looked and how you should mm-hmm. treat me. So mm-hmm. I have a prime example with my, <laughs> with my mom. Mm-hmm. During these sessions, it really helped me with my mom because um, I was adopted. I felt rejected. I didn't feel like she loved me. Mm-hmm. And now I know that my mom loves me the only way that she know how. And it That's feels right. amazing. So yeah. um, yesterday I went to go see my mom. And, um, you know, we laughed and we talked together. And I remember doing my sessions, I had to write her a letter, a letter about her. And mm-hmm. I had all this anger and different things inside of me and um i thought this letter was going to be just mean and just get everything out and i wrote this awesome letter to her and i felt like a relief after i wrote the letter then mm-hmm. i called her and i read it to her and when i read it to her you know we cried mm-hmm. and we laughed and we prayed and it felt like that just mended our relationship so yes. i was able to <clears throat> forgive her I was able to forgive myself and I was able to accept her love and receive her love mm-hmm. but when I went to go see her yesterday I'm somebody's screensaver okay <laughs> oh. <laughs> I went to grab her phone 
told me, looking cute as ever. I was like, okay, I'm somebody's screen saver. Like, Aww. it's my mama. But, yes. um, you know, it just, it just made my day. And I yeah. know the old standard before my sessions would have been like, uh, she just changed this because I was coming over or she really wanted to be my little sister or something uh-huh. like that. You know, mm-hmm. the baby. But, no, uh, I, I received I received yes. it. I received the love and it made um feel great. So that's one of my greatest takeaways is that I allow people to love me the way that they know how as long as it's love. Now, I don't say that uh you know <laughs> Right, abuse. If if, yeah, I right. take abuse and you know, say that that's love or right. anything like that. And um I continue to use my tools and um I apply them to my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do affirmations. Um, I still do goals um, weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, during one set of my 12 weeks, I had to do five affirmations and I actually put them in notes in my phone, each one for five weeks. Someone called me and they're going through something. What I do is I read those affirmations to them. I take my name out and replace it with their name just to mm-hmm. encourage them and let them know that that's something that I do. Um, mm-hmm. Something else that I have on my phone that's pre-recorded. Um, sometimes when I have those moments of um, unforgiveness or want to go back and revisit some place or feel like God is punishing me for something, which I know now that he, um, he's not punishing me. You know, he's a very forgiving God. Right. But, um, I remember we did some um, focus points on forgiveness. And um, I listen to those sometimes, and I also um, do medica- meditation. I remember some of our sessions, we did some breathing exercises and stuff, so I have yes. incorporated that in my life to mm-hmm. um, breathe out the negative things in my life and breathe in um, the positive, the positive. things, yes. love, respect, yes. you know, energy, you know, um, I try to... Um, do this every morning, you know, to um start my day. That's so good. Um, those <laughs> those are my um takeaways. Did I say I love did I, yes. did I say that? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. That is I so good. You. That is so good to hear. And I know that you are not just saying that. So I'm so happy to know that you are using your your tools that you gained during your sessions to continue to grow to evolve and to align with your true self it just makes my heart smile to hear you talk about your takeaways and your healing and your growth so I'm still rooting for you keep doing what you're doing and know that as I always say all things are working together for your highest good yes 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 so you said you had a few questions you wanted to ask me. Yeah, yeah. You might have to go deep. This is my turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. So my first question is, how did you come up with the name My Soul is Place and what does it mean to you? I actually didn't come up with a name. I saw it in a dream. So God gave it to me in a dream. It was, I remember it was around the time when I knew that healing was my ministry. I was in the heart of my own healing journey. And 
God began to reveal to me what my ministry was, my life purpose, and that it was healing. And so I started off blogging. And before I set my blog up and everything, I remember I had this dream. And it was a bright day. And I remember seeing these big, beautiful, fluffy white clouds. And in the clouds was the name, My Solace Place. And so when I woke up, I remembered the name. I said, My Solace Place, that's the name of my ministry. And solace means peace. One thing about our ministry, because everybody has a ministry. Our ministry is for us. One of the things that I wanted more than anything during that time in my life was peace. And so when I saw that name and I remembered it when I woke up, because I don't always remember my dream, but that dream was so vivid. It was like a message from God himself. And so I knew that was the name of my ministry. And I knew it was exactly for me because that's what I I longed for the most. And that's what God was teaching me to hone from within me because peace is one of the fruit of the spirit. And so we all have peace within us. We just have to hone it daily. And we can do that through affirming who we are. We can do that through seeing the good in every situation, even the situations that we perceive as negative or bad. When we look for the good in the situation, it helps us to hold on to our peace. We can also hold on to our peace by not letting others in because our peace is internal. And so if we don't allow others to affect us internally, they do not have the power to disturb our peace. And so when I learned those life lessons about my peace and how to hone my peace, that's when I was able to be in a more peaceful place. And that's when I was able to understand you've had this peace that you've been looking for all along. You just have to hone it daily. And so my silence place is my peace place. It is my ministry that is for me. And the overflow is for everybody else. Wow, that is great. <laughs> I remember you telling me that um, everything that I need and wanted was inside of me. Right. And that's what I really wanted. Um, mm-hmm. I I really wanted peace. Yes. Because you know, um, when you're in survival mode, you're just trying to survive through the chaos and right. everything. You know, so once you come out of survival mode, you're living and it's peaceful. Right. um, I love that um, piece. So um, my second question is, what is one thing you would tell your younger self and why is that important? I would tell my younger self, you will make it. I would say that because there was a period in my life where I didn't think I was going to live. I didn't want to live. Because I was in so much emotional pain. I woke up to the emotional pain, but I had to put on this face and this smile and my pumps and go face the world every day. And when it was time for me to go home, I would take all of that stuff off and the emotional pain was still there. And I cried myself to sleep every single night. And I was tired of that cycle. 
And I even remember asking God to let me die in my sleep one day because I thought that was the only way that I could escape that pain. I just didn't have the strength to fight for me. I didn't have the strength to even see that you will make it through this time in your life, Danielle. Don't give up. So that's what I would tell my younger self. Wow, I love that, your honesty <laughs> and being transparent because, you know, Thank most you. people would, um, if you ask me that question, I'd be like, girl, get that job, be that psychiatrist, <laughs> right. be, right. you know, um, um, you should have married your first love, you know right. <laughs> No, I totally get it, trust me, I totally get it, especially growing up in church because, um, I know a lot of quote-unquote church people think that um, if you have suicidal thoughts or if you have, if you're depressed or, you know, all of that's of the devil. You know, you need to get in your word. You need prayer. You need to be at prayer meeting. Something's wrong with you. It was through my healing journey that I understood that's how I responded and reacted to what I was going through in my life because that's what... I retained from what I was taught in childhood and it didn't necessarily mean that someone sat me down and said look this is what you do when you go through such and such and such and such but this is what I saw and that's what became my reality and that's why I responded to my situation that way right and um I remember in my sessions that's what you will always tell me um you will make it Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, <laughs> you was like, you'll make it as long as mm-hmm. you do the work. Trust the process. Yes. Trust right. the process. You know, don't look so much as, as me because it was in the beginning, you know, of trusting. You like trust the process, you know. Right. Um, it will work and you will make it. And um, that's what I um, like that you pushed me through to make it. Mm-hmm. So, um not just be a victim, but um, to have victory, you know what I'm saying? So That's right. In it, you know what I'm saying? Not to be in survival mode to um, live. I really like that, um, what you would tell your um, younger self. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got to <laughs> write my younger self uh, <laughs> a, a letter. letter. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta Girl, that's my, my truth. Self a letter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, my last question is, what do you like about being a mentor and, um, what do you dislike? So I have to change like, cause I love being a mentor and a life coach. What I love about it is that I am able to use the gifts that God has given me and the skills that I have acquired in life to be a blessing to others through my ministry of healing to help them heal and to help them align with their true self and to remember their divine life purpose so that they're able to thrive in life. I love that I'm able to inspire, encourage, and uplift others. I love that I'm able to share the light of the truth with them in the spirit of unconditional love to encourage them in sharing that God absolutely loves them. It doesn't matter what you have been taught, 
what you have been through, what decisions you have made, where you are in life. God absolutely loves you. God is with you. I love sharing with my mentees that I'm rooting for you. I'm here with you, rooting <laughs> for your success. They will tell yeah. you that. I love just to inspire, encourage, and uplift them. I love sharing applicable life, life tools that they're able to use from day one through the remainder of their life journey. I can't say that I dislike anything about being a mentor. There are, I do, I do experience challenges, especially when I gain a new mentee because it's a, a new personality, a new person. And I would say the greatest challenge with, with a new mentee is that they don't know me, so they don't trust me. And it's building, building that rapport and just laying a foundation, a solid foundation of trust. I do that simply by being my, my natural self, being honest with them, not sugarcoating anything, but just giving them the light of the truth in the spirit of unconditional love. That's my yeah, answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm laughing, but I'm really smiling. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just with joy over here that just hearing that you love um, yes. what you do and the Absolutely. way that you're willing to help people um, heal spiritually, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And to be, um, to be whole, you know, and um, I know that you have to make a lot of sacrifices. Um, yes. You have to put a lot of work into um, getting the workbook together, yeah. getting to know different people. And um, I know that it's things that you have to do for yourself because um, we dump a lot of things on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have a lot of situations, a lot of issues and stuff. So um, I just want to thank you for um, everything that you do and the sacrifices that um, you have made um, for my soul's place. Well, thank you so much. I I'm so grateful that you are appreciative of me and my ministry. It just means so much to me. I think uh, the greatest compliment in what you share about your gratitude for me and my ministry is all of the love that you show me, sowing into me, my my life and my ministry, and sharing my ministry with others. So. I know you're not just saying that. I know you actually mean it because you show me. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I hope you hear it in my voice. You know, yes, absolutely. When you uh, speak to me or through text message that um, the sessions, it, it really works. And it yes. um, drew me closer to God in having mm-hmm. a relationship instead of doing the traditional thing like my relationship with God is great like I always say I love him and he loved me and that's it like right. you know how they say it period poop yes like, <laughs> nothing else like yes one of my daily affirmations like God loves like I'm not adding up to it I'm not taking right. taking away he just loved me and you helped me get there and it's yes. not taking away anything from the church, you know, just sometimes we just get so caught up in serving the church that we forget about us, ourselves, and um, what God 
really want us to do. We forget about self-care and we forget about loving us. And that's why I always say, I love me. You know what right. I mean? Like, I, I do. And that's what these sessions help me, you know, find out what love really, really is. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. What healing really is. What forgiveness really is. And things that I have to work on every day to move forward to be the best version of me. Yes, I'm glad that you just shared all of what you did, especially about (laughs) loving you, because fulfillment comes from within. A lot of times we go outside of ourselves looking for love, looking for happiness, looking for success, looking for joy. But fulfillment comes from within. We have to love ourselves first to then receive the love that we desire. We have to be at peace within ourselves to receive the peace that we desire. So I'm so glad that that is something that you have grabbed a hold to and that you're using it because to continue to go outside of yourself is to continue to set yourself up for disappointment and a lot of brokenness. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm so intentional about focusing on a relationship with God. I do not incorporate religion in any of the sessions. I'm not even a religious person. I'm very spiritual. I pray a lot and I work daily to strengthen my relationship with God. And that's what I encourage my mentees to do because having a relationship with God, having that solid spiritual foundation helps you to get to know yourself on a deeper level. It helps you to heal. It helps you to trust the process because you have faith in God, that God is there with you, that God loves you, that God is helping you. So as long as we're building, working daily to build that relationship, to strengthen that relationship with the uncreated God, we will absolutely heal to 100% wholeness. Yeah. I want to thank you for asking me those questions. And I thank you for joining me during this episode. I thank you for your honesty, for your sharing your experiences with your healing journey, with your life experiences. And I thank you for simply being you. I appreciate you so much, and I love you. I love you, too, and you are very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It is my sincere prayer that this episode ministered to the heart of your spirit, and it touched your soul in a way that is urging you to begin your healing journey. So I must ask you, are you ready to heal? If you answered yes to this question, I encourage you to reserve this month's featured session entitled Mentor Me. Now, I absolutely love all of the sessions that I offer for healing. And I especially love Mentor Me because I'm able to personalize each session within the set to help you meet your goals for seeking mentorship. And because... We are all individuals and unique. Our goals for seeking mentorship and healing are unique. And so within the Mentor Me set, I personalize your sessions to directly align with your goals for seeking mentorship. I design each session to be rooted in the foundation of self-love. And in doing so, it will support you in fulfilling your personal goals for seeking mentorship. During each session, you will be giving healing tools that will empower you to know who you are on a deeper level, increase your awareness about your attractions, 
hone the love that is within you so that you'll love yourself unconditionally. And you'll also notice that you begin to take intentional steps to live your best life in the fullness of whom you were created to be in the earth. During each session, you will do the work to understand how your life experiences have affected you. How have you processed them? How are you and what your perception is of them? You will also be aware of how you are currently living through them within non-productive patterns and unhealthy cycles. Now, this set of sessions can be reserved in sets of four, with four being the minimum number of sessions that you, re you can reserve at one time, and 20 being the maximum number of sessions that you can reserve at one time within this set. So if you are interested, please go to my website, mysolaceplace.org. You want to click on the My Healing tab at the top of the page, scroll down until you see Mentor Me. Click on the title, Mentor Me. It will take you to the reservation request form please fill it out in its entirety and submit it now i am offering 200 dollars off during the month of november if you include offer code my healing journey 1121 in the memo section of your reservation request that will give you $200 off your total investment amount i do have this offer on my facebook page my facebook page is simply danielle or you can simply type in at my solace place and you want to go to the offers section and you'll see this month's offer mentor me thank you for listening to my podcast if it's been a blessing to you i encourage you to share it with others and if you're not already doing so be sure to connect with me on social media at my solace place that's m-y-s-o-l-a-c-e-p-l-a-c-e -E -E, on facebook and instagram i post content to help you heal to inspire encourage and uplift you daily until next time blessings light and love to you peace